HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by The Sexton Single Malt Irish Whiskey, the best-selling Irish single malt in the U.S. The Sexton is an unexpected modern malt for the everyman, rich in hue, approachable in taste, and memorable in character. Learn more at thesexton.com. Hey, this is Kat, Communications Director of HRN, here with a preview of Episode 2 of Meat and 3. This week, we're talking pork. We'll learn the best way to make a BLT. I don't think I've ever successfully made a BLT just because I eat the bacon before any other part. How pitmasters and restaurateurs are helping put small-scale pig farmers back to work in Alabama. It's all about money. That's the bottom line. What pork has to do with economics. Farmers could be particularly affected by China's threat to levy its own tariffs on pork and soybeans. And with government. Basically all of politics is pork at this point. So tune in on Friday afternoon for your weekly serving of Meat and 3. And make sure you subscribe to be the first to know when new episodes air. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The devil runs his groove in them rhythm and blues that sound. It's gonna get you Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. And my name is Souther Teague. Souther, how are you doing, buddy? I'm very well. Good to see you. Excellent. What's going it's on? Great to see you, too. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in Brooklyn. Well, no kidding. Sun Finally. Is, sun is shining. Pizzas are out on all the tables. Yep. People are wearing next to nothing. Yeah. Less clothing out there today. Perfect. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Man, I went upstate um, to my friend's spot. Uh, some really good people that uh, worked with in the past. Uh, some people that you might know. Um, well, I saw uh, your Instagram run, stories. You, yeah, you were uh, killing it. Deer Mountain Inn up in uh, the Catskills. Looked gorgeous. Man, had a great uh, chef, Ryan Tate, uh, Michelin star chef, uh, uh, amazing guy. Um, cooked about uh, 100 courses for us. Normally, I don't like doing tasting menus. Like, they, like I'm into it because I want to see like a variety of things. But then usually whenever I get to the end of it, I'm like, all right, let's go find a Taco Bell or something, right. you know, and yeah. uh, or get a slice, you know, whatever. Uh, and uh, this one was really cool. It was really cool. Every dish was perfect. Uh, the wine pairings were great. My friend Bella, who used to be a manager at, uh, at my bar at Grand Army, she is managing that shop up there. Uh, Brian, the GM of the whole place, like everyone was so, so fucking cool, man. It, it was, was a gorgeous looking space. I saw yeah. it on your, your Instagram stories. What was the name of it again? Deer Mountain Inn. You should uh, definitely check it out sometime, man. Yeah, man. Really cool. Uh, of course, now it's like getting into the wedding season, so it might be harder to book a spot up there. But really cool, man. Um, I forget how much I love upstate and how easy it's like. It's 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 accessible. It's it really is. But there's that mental block because it's it's not about getting there. It's about getting out of New York City. Exactly. You know, it takes it takes a long time and it takes effort to escape New York. Yeah, you might die doing it, but uh, once you get out, it's it's a big beautiful world out there. You know, yeah, man. What about you? Uh, just been busy with Blue Quarter. The new bar uh, yeah. is doing really well. Um, starting to market the book, which will be out on August 28th. Uh, I'm just here for the drinks. And then was honored the other night at uh, the Time Out Awards. Yeah, congratulations, yeah, man. Amore Margot took uh, Best Specialty Bar. Specialty Bar. Yeah, pretty great. Really yeah. exciting to be there. Really happy to be among those people that were uh, on the list as well. You know, some good friends on the, on the same list as I was on. We all stood together and hoped for each other to win, and, and then I won. I like the timeout awards now. They're they're peer review, so it's not uh, yeah. It's not a popularity contest. It's not a vote. It's 
Uh, a, there's a, a band of you know professionals that live here in New York City that that make the decision, and I, it's I think it's it means more that way. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, totally. Especially when uh, you can't vote for yourself. <laughs> uh, exactly. Yeah, you, you can't know. vote for yourself, and you can't just beg your friends to vote for you. You know, right? It's it's totally, you know, it's legitimate that way. I think. Uh, totally. I, I you know we talked about it actually last week on the show. I take I take these forced rankings a little bit uh, with a grain of salt. I think in a lot of ways they kind of tear away at the fabric of what we do, um, but. But to have my peers step up and say, like, your, your bar is the coolest bar for this reason, eh, that's cool. I, I, I'm really happy to have it. Yeah. Proudly on display, a little trophy up there at Amori Margo. <laughs> Running out of room on the trophy shelf. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> there's, there's three, so that's now we're out of room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> best small bar, how about that? No, no room for that trophy either. Big trophy, best small bar. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, well, in the studio today, we've got uh, a good friend from the West Coast uh, out here. We've got uh, a two-time author and one-time uh, guest on the uh, uh, Seth Meyers show, uh, Jeffrey Morgenthaler. <laughs> Welcome to the studio. Hi! How's hey, you, buddy? Back. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Glad man. to have you, buddy. You guys. Um, so, you, you wrote, you've written now two books. You two also, books. You also operate Pepe Lamoco as well as Clyde Common. Yep. Uh, out in Portland, Oregon. Very busy guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also, you've, you've got a, a blog that's been going on for, we just talked about, 15 years now. Yeah, i got a blog, i got some house plants that I'm trying to keep alive. It's a struggle. It's a full time. <laughs> it's a struggle. <laughs> i got a bunch of house plants. Yeah, I man. Just, I don't try to really keep them alive, I just replace them. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like the greenery, it's a lot of effort, I so bought a, I bought as a they house. die, I replace <laughs> I, I finally bought a house a few years ago, and building uh, so plants... That's yeah, a thing. It's a thing that I should have in my yard and on my porch and stuff. So now oh, I have plants, see, which is I don't, like, that's, cool. Outside is a is a big thing here in New York. We don't really have that. Yeah, I don't have much of it, but I've got a little bit, just enough. <laughs> you know, I got nothing. Um, but you're out here in New York because you're promoting your newest book, which is called Drinking Distilled, I'm a user's you. manual. Well, yes. Yeah, promoting promoting drinking distilled. I'm um, promoting drinking a boozer distilled. Manual. Yes. Uh, and it's, it says "drinking distilled" on the cover. A user's manual. Talk to me about what that means to the reader. You know, it was conce- or to you. Uh, let me try to explain it to myself. Uh, yeah. It was conceived of as a sort of how-to guide for proper drinking, really cocktail-focused. Um, I wanted to do uh, a larger scope. I wanted to include beer and wine and just kind of do drinking in general. But uh, they already had a book that was kind of competing with that. So we, we focused it on cocktails, which is admittedly my area of expertise anyway. You know, uh, hard A. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's not geared to your cocktail, hardcore craft cocktail bartenders. That's not who this book is for. This book is for regular people that want to maybe cut through the BS of, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of weird information out there, you know, like, well, yeah. And there is, there's frankly a lot of pomp and circumstance to how you're supposed to drink. Oh yeah. I mean, it's like supposed to being the operative word. And and I find people get like sort of terrified. They're like, I don't want to order a whiskey the wrong way. And so I think having, what do you reckon that is? What's the wrong way? It's whatever that that a hole at the bar is Makes is you admonishing you can people say asshole, for. Okay, yeah, that that fucking asshole at the bar. That thank you. I mean, you know the guy, <laughs> the, the the whiskey alpha, you know, in the bar who who wants to criticize the way everybody's drinking. You know, who knows uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who knows less about booze than I do. Um, I, I thought I would step in and say, don't listen to that guy. Here's the real deal. You know, here's how you can take your whiskey any way you like. Yeah. Here's how I take my whiskey. Varies. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, and, 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 the, and the people that like. There's no right. There's just right now. Yeah. It's like the guy. It's, it's the rare steak guy, you <laughs> yeah. know, who, who wants to criticize everybody but for probably ordering Probably doesn't steak. actually enjoy his steak. <laughs> probably doesn't enjoy his steak. And, and hey, also, I've got news <laughs> for you, guy. Not every single cut of beef is right. better rare. rare. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So shut up. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. You can also say shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Are you, are you guys just encouraging me to swear? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. This is a, this is a, a podcast for bartenders Actually, have, by bartenders. We have some whiskey in this. We're about we to drink some whiskey right now. Oh, are we? Um, How are we going to drink it? I think from a plastic cup. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Point and it, I just get so sick oh. of... of Watching and hearing other people, you know, tell you know what, how how they're supposed to how they're supposed to consume the things that I'm handing out over the bar, like and the things that we love. Yeah, like I don't care how you take your stuff, man. If I've got it, I'm giving it to you. 
Yeah, yeah. And that's also, always been my rule. Yeah. People are always like, well, you don't have vodka at your bar. You don't have to. And I'm like, yeah, I don't mind telling people no for something I don't have. But if I fucking have it, I'm fucking serving it. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, it's like you're not, you're not yeah. forcing me to drink it yeah. your way. It's like, you, it's your thing, man. You can have it however you want it. Within the realm of well, what like we do. possibilities, yeah. you know. But the, uh, dude, uh, one of my good but buddies. There's definitely no wrong answer. Exactly, man. Like, one of my good buddies, uh, uh, Brett McDonald, he works for Bean Suntory now. He, when Back uh, four years ago when I was opening, when I was under construction with Grand Army, I was working at uh, one of my favorite bars, Extra Fancy. Extra Fancy. And he came in, and uh, he was working at, uh, what's that bar, Inner Circle, the Shuffle, or the oh, uh, Ski Ball place? It's, uh, um, yeah. I can't think of the name of it right now. I think it's we'll Inner Circle, back. right? No. That's not... That, no, that's a bookstore. <laughs> that's definitely not it. <laughs> um, so, anyway. So, the uh, thing is, he would come in and he would order... Full Circle. Full Circle. There we yeah. go. So, uh, Sorry, I was going through the alphabet in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Inner Circle is a rum from Australia. That's right. That doesn't really exist. Uh, ever. <laughs> so, he would come in and order a vodka Sprite. And I would... Like, the first time he did it, I was like, are, are you fucking kidding me? I thought he was fucking with me. Right. And then he's like, no, that's what I want. I'm like, yeah, he drinks that all the time. Done. Vodka I'd rather, I'd, I'd honestly would rather make you a vodka Sprite than a Mezcal View Carré. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gross. 100%. 100%. But yeah. However, if that's what you fucking want, I yeah. will make you a Mezcal View Carré. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. If I've got the ingredients and I can do it, I will do it. Yeah, I don't even hesitate. As long as you promise not to sit there and talk about it for half an hour. Yeah, right. yeah don't push it on the people around <laughs> you. Oh, Jesus. That's that's right. like, what are you having? I'm having a mezcal view curry. Have it's, you ever had mezcal? It's like tequila, but it's smoky. Okay. <laughs> what is it about the mezcal people now that need to announce to the entire bar that they're drinking mezcal? Also, I think Badge uh, of Honor. A, a finer yeah. mezcal. Pioneer. Not they're be pioneers. Smoky. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, but it's like they, the single malt guys in the '90s and like the vodka people, you yeah. know, just like I need to. I'm so proud of my order that I need to share it with the. World. I mean, it's some some kind of crazy human nature that we have to be ahead of the curve in some way, and to to you know, to, to, you know, we see it all the time at any bar. I certainly see it a lot at Amori Margo, where I have so much stuff on the back bar that most folks don't even recognize if there's a guy or a girl in there who does recognize it they're pointing it all out to the, their neighbors I know what that is I've had that before yeah, I had yeah, that, that before. when I was in Italy Jesus. oh yes exactly <laughs> ding 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 uh, and there's other you know, yeah there we go <laughs> stay with us and there's other things too that happen all the time which is like I don't I, I mentioned some of it in my own book where I talk about how why why is it that you want to why do you have to be the guy who introduces someone to something why can't oh, you know. just be the guy who enjoys the thing that they enjoy? Why can't you have something and not talk about it? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So let's let's slow down for all a second. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. We're getting because we're getting we're getting angry at people. Honestly, let's drink whiskey. That's kind of yeah. Cheers. You'll mm. never hear a clink because, because we're drinking out of plastic, plastic. cups today. Smush. <laughs> um, no, I mean honestly, that's what the show is. A lot of this is about that. It's like sharing the experiences with the, with the bartenders, bar owners. The distillers, authors, you know, all these people in the world. So, I mean, yes, this is a this is a safe place for it's a no judgment zone. But yeah. I, but, but, but at I, the same time, I'm not it's judging, like, but I, I have an opinion. I, well, I, sure, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I guess that. what I'm saying is, I I, I think there well, are you don't need to announce it to the whole bar. It's some like, types of people that have sort of paralyzed the average drinker to the point that's where they're the terrified to go into a bar. They're that's they're the terrified to order the wrong thing. They're terrified to look dumb. Well, that's been going on for the last a, decade, pretty much. The thing they yeah, want, yeah, for the past decade, and and that's the point of this book is to say. You don't have to be scared. Here's here's some insider info. You know, I know what I'm talking about. Now you have it and go. You know? Yeah. yeah. No, I don't want I don't want to sound like I'm judging anybody. And by the way, as I said before, I want you to enjoy what you got. And if enjoying what you got means boasting it out to the bar, I guess that I'll have to swallow that pill. Yeah. I don't know. I would <laughs> <laughs> still like, within my right to Yeah, but would say you that you're a dickhead. I might I might shut you down in ways, you know, subtly. I might yeah. walk over and be but, like, uh, well, but would you more. rather have a uh, Okay, would you rather? <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have a uh, a boastful customer who actually kind of knows what they're talking about? They're just kind of like delivering it in the wrong way. Yeah. Or Someone who doesn't know what they're talking about and just like producing a bunch of lies about some bullshit to impress whatever guest they're with. I would just rather have a bar full of like kind, respectful people that, that are wasn't part of it. That, that wasn't that part of each other. Not one of your options. Have you ever played yeah. Would You Rather? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Not one of your options. 
Yeah, I guess I I definitely. I'd rather have, have a more informed person, sure, even if they're sure. talking. And like also like we live in New York, so everyone speaks very loudly here. Yeah. So like we're mm. we're pretty much used to that. Yeah, preconditioned. But I mean, it's yes, I get I, it's kind of annoying. But I don't mind. I want my bar full of people. That's what I want. I was oh, talking sure. about this yesterday with with Wondrich. You know, we were talking about this. this Dave Wondrich. Dave Wondrich. This this phenomena that's like within the past 10, 15 years, where like people used to go. You know, we were all bartending back then. People used to go to a bar and talk about music or sports or news or whatever. And now people go to a bar and talk about bartending. Yeah, and it's cocktails. become strange. I, I've noticed the, the shift is very much. Uh, People used to go to bars and hang out with each other, and now they go to the bar and hang out with me. Yeah, and it's it's and tough. I often it's 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 a little draining because it's very like, draining. you know, I I, I, bar, I tend bar because I like tending bar, and but I don't necessarily want to talk about tending bar while I'm tending bar for ten hours. Like that's it's like wearing the the, the Metallica Ace, shirt Metallica to the uh, Metallica, Metallica T-shirt and talking <laughs> about Metallica all the time. Yeah, and going to the concert. Yeah. Wear an ACDC shirt and then talk about something else. Yeah. 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 Show, that, show that you're a varied human well being. Well-rounded By person. being a varied human being. It's tough. It's tough. And it, and it does kind of suck suck the life out of you. You know, when I get people in the bar that want to just like kind of talk about stuff, fun, music. I love it when people come in and talk about well, yeah, music. Yeah, that's, that's gone. You know, I remember oh when God. I was bartending, I would, every single day on the way in, I would buy uh, the three papers of note. Mm-hmm. The Times, the the the, the Post, and the uh, 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 the Journal, and I would you know brush through them as quick as I could through uh, setup, and then my guests would come in, and I'd have them on the bar, and my guests would flip through the papers, and we would talk about everything. My first Politics, bar, we would sports, watch finances, uh, Wheel like, of Fortune and Jeopardy with the sound on, yes. and enjoy that. That was a lot of fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear out that bell today, man. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so yeah, the the drinking culture has certainly shifted tremendously. Um, and so you wrote a book in an effort to destigmatize some of that stuff. Yeah, totally. And, and, and sort of help people become less paralyzed by the, the, the fear of doing or saying or thinking, you know, there's a whole section there on, on, can you use your phone at the bar? There are a lot of articles out there. There are a lot of people that are saying like smartphones have killed the art of conversation, you know, phones should not be allowed in bar. I've I've been to bars um, where they've asked me to put my phone away when mm-hmm. I'm sitting at the bar. I have been to bars where they take your phone away before you go in. And there's a lot of like, and I get people asking me at the bar all the time, "Is it okay if I pull out my phone?" And I go, "Of course it's okay if you pull out your phone. It's it's two. It's not okay if you pull out my phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. It's 2018. It's a you know, it's it's a." That's our world. That's, you know, That's of course you can use your phone. Like, you're, what are you doing with your phone? Are you sitting there? Okay, are you are you watching videos really loudly on your yeah, phone? No, that, you can't do that. You can't no, do yeah. that. No, that's that sucks. Uh, are you sitting there reading? I don't care if you're reading a book or a phone or a magazine or a newspaper. As long as Just it's not like some Insta G's. fucking penthouse, you know? Like <laughs> Playboy's okay. At the bar. Yeah, Playboy's fine. <laughs> Playboy's fine as long as it's one of my pieces. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the kind of fear that I see uh, people sort of paralyzed by is things like that. Is it is it okay to use your phone at a bar? Yes, it is okay to use your phone at a bar. You can use your computer at a bar if, if you're not taking up too much space, you know? Um, yeah, absolutely. And also if, if you're not blinding the it, other guests with Sure, if that's kosher with flat, Yeah, be respectful. Know how to use a phone. I mean, that's, yeah, that's basic shit, you know? Like... Uh, there's no, there are no specific rules to using a phone in a bar any more than there are using a phone in a subway or a, exactly you know McDonald's. Yeah, as long as it's kosher with the space that you're in, I totally agree. Yeah, like if you, if I went to that place that, where they took my phone on the way in, I'd be like, okay, that's what they do here. Yeah, like I'll I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. go with the rules. Yeah. You, know I, what I mean? you know what? Honestly, like I'm I'm terrified of checking my emails, so like. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I would know. rather someone you, take my you phone away. Relish not having it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Tell me know. about this bar. Where is this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I, actually, I'm weirdly kind of into that notion. Like, I would be okay with going to a space where they're like, "Okay, we're going to take away your connection to the rest of the world for the time you're here. You you get to lose yourself and be immersed." If that's their shtick, if they're just a, a dive bar that's taking my phone just to take my phone, I'll be like, "I fuck this place." Right. So what but, if it's a fancy bar and they want to take your phone? That's fine. But if it's a bar that you think I don't even mean fancy. Nice. Like if it's a dive bar and they want to take my phone because that's the thing they do in there, then that's the thing they do. Yeah. 
They want you to engage with the people around them and the things that they've set up for you. Is that really a bar anymore, or is that just sort of like an immersive like right, entertainment experience? Is here's, that really a bar? Here's how I I always say it. David's heard me say this before. Um, whenever I get to this sort of crux of an argument about what is and isn't a bar, I revert it back to, to restaurants because I was a chef for so long, and I say, listen, we can talk about this over lunch. I'm feeling fish. We can go to McDonald's or La Bernadette. They both serve fish. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a wide range of what bars are. Yeah. There's a wide range of restaurants. There's a wide range of fucking shoe stores. Yeah. Right? So you got to get on board with whatever that bar is offering. I think. Yeah. Or, I, or I, would, I would probably just turn around and leave. Well, yeah, I might, too. I might I, turn I don't on my heel and be like, I got to look at my stupid phone right now. I don't, I don't, I don't think I want to be in a bar that takes everybody's phones away. Is it no, like, I, it, it just it, feels weird. Well, I mean. I'm going to pour some more whiskey while we yeah, talk. Enjoy. You should. Um, no, I mean, like, me okay, glass. for instance, okay, the, the last bar that I ran to the bar that I own now. Prime memes, there they actually had a cell phone scrambler. Oh yeah, that's right. And yeah. and they didn't give out a Wi-Fi password. And the reason why is they were like, well, we don't have we don't have Wi-Fi. We have the bandwidth. And, and yeah, they don't have bandwidth for it. And they would back in the day they would blame the fact that there was no signal in there on the fact that it was old school like ten ceilings. I could I could actually get behind that sort of. And you the know, thing that's is, a, a that, real subtle way of doing that without saying like, hey, you're an asshole for wanting to bring your phone in here. Give right. it to me. And they, well, I mean, that's the thing. You have to back it up with some reason, or you have to be just straight up like, hey, man, just. I, but, okay, so I'll get back to that in a second. So, and then at my bar, I, I actually don't have the bandwidth for uh, Wi Fi, and but I don't care. I mean, like, but like people are on their cell phones all the time. It's I like one of the most. Like like successful like Tinder Bumble date places ever and right I've seen people be on multiple dates throughout the evening at the bar now going back to the like okay I, I think you touched a hot button with this phone yeah, thing man but <laughs> no I mean but no it is <laughs> is that a big chapter no, in my the book? phone doesn't have buttons so I I think a lot of this <laughs> anyway. is like predicated on the idea that like you're going to use your phone to connect to the outside world and not pay attention to what's going on around you right and say you and I are going t- together and uh, to a bar together and you want to show me a picture of your kid Sure. You know, and it's on your phone. I mean, yeah. I would like what, to see pictures we, yeah, of my kid. Gonna, you you got to prove it to me that I have a no, kid. No, I know. But yeah, I, I, I realized I was up shit creek with both of you, but like, and, and also me. I don't have kids. But you know what I mean? Like, you know, what if you wanted to show me a picture of something that was really important to you? Or yeah, sure. We can't look at it. If, you I know? Could, like, if I wanted to show you a picture of my dick, I wouldn't be able to do that? Is, is that what you're saying? We'd have to go into the bathroom and, and well, see, you know, can see the real thing. That's, that's, that's the live version okay, of Okay, anyway. Yeah. So going back to... Okay, so <laughs> let's get back to the real thing. True, I think... like <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so I think that, like... And I, I tell my bartenders all the time, and I tell other bartenders when I'm doing training and stuff like this, like, it's your job to get people, like, especially nowadays when everyone is on their cell phone. I was, like, on the subway earlier, everyone's on their cell phone. Um, who cares? Who cares? But at the same time, if when you're talking about what is a real bar, it's like, that is your job as a bartender to connect people together. That person sitting next to this person, you're like, hey, it, but, especially if they're regulars, you're like, hey, so and so, meet so and so, blah blah blah. And then also, as a bartender, just a little like insider stuff. It's like that actually buys you a little time instead of like everyone being like really jaggedly ordering from you. You can yeah. be like, all right, you two meet, start a conversation. It's like, oh yeah, do you know you know these guys? Uh, these girls. Yeah, you start creating a like, smoother atmosphere. Yeah. and then they all order around at the same time. You're like, boom, all right, now this is going. Keeps your customers. Engaged. More engaged yeah. uh, with the bar and with each other. It makes you a better bartender and host. But that has little to do with the device. They could the be device. reading a book or the newspaper or anything. whatever. The device doesn't have any. Not everyone writes a, a whole book on their phone. Truth. I know one person. He's sitting right across the table from me. Well, you know, we all yeah, have yeah, our thing. It's not me. <laughs> okay. We should anyway. take a quick break to hear from our sponsors while we sip on some of uh, the Sexton Irish whiskey. Yeah. Uh, let's hear from some sponsors. We'll come right back with uh, Jeffrey Morgenthaler and talk more about his book, Drinking Distilled, A User's Manual. episode is brought to you by the Sexton Single Malt Irish Whiskey, a new and unexpected modern malt for the everyman and woman. Indeed. This whiskey is made from 100% Irish malt barley, triple distilled for smoothness in copper pot stills, which, I mean, come on, they yeah. should always be copper pot stills. And 
consciously aged for four years in Oloroso sherry butts, allowing maximum impact for the wine while it controlling the level of oak flavor before it becomes too overpowering. Super it, smooth. It, yeah, by the way, it's quite delicious. We're sipping on it right now. Yeah. The result is an approachable Irish single malt, perfectly balanced with a smooth finish that will leave you wanting more. Uh, we got a bottle here at the Speakeasy Studio Bar, and I just poured us some uh, at the top of the show, and actually during the middle of the show, and it is quite delicious. I actually carry it in my bar. Um, it's uh, it's newer to the market. I, yeah. I really like it. It's cool. Like You know me. I'm a sucker for design. So yeah, I've, I've never even seen this bottle. It's really but, gorgeous. Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Like To me, it's um, it's a very like rich but still like smooth Irish whiskey. I, I don't know. It, like Is this your first time having it? It is, yeah. Oh, cool. And I can definitely pick up on the sherry notes. Like It's very prevalent. I mean... A little nutty Oloroso finish. The cool thing for me is that uh, Irish whiskeys are starting to come into play like in the, the, the whiskey community, where it's not like necessarily like... It used to be like, we're just slamming a bunch of Irish whiskey. Now, this is like a whiskey that you sit and like sip or use in a cocktail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Gentle wood, honey. It has a long fade. It's, it's delicious. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, man. So uh, next time you're hanging out... Uh, if you're at your favorite bar and you see a bottle, or even if you don't see it, maybe just ask for it. And uh, apparently it's the best-selling Irish single malt in North America, so you can definitely uh, keep that near. Yeah, feel, the, feel the, confident when ordering. Yeah. <laughs> feel confident when ordering uh, V Sexton. So you can go to thesexton.com. Uh, v Sexton single malt Irish whiskey. Cheers, guys. All right, we're back. We are. You're listening to the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network, and we're talking with our good buddy Jeffrey Morgenthaler. We uh, we just rambled on about a lot of Let's cool get stuff, off this but you know what? Talk. Yeah, yeah, we're off of that. <clears throat> but you know what? Okay, that's that's the cool thing about swipe uh, left. Your blog and the the two books you've written, and that's this is what we do on this show. We we talk shop, you know. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that like. I always, I actually always like comment on. I, I always tell people when when we're talking shop. Uh, one of my favorite uh, passages in uh, entries in your your blog was about like bar tools for your feet. And, yeah, yeah. And that was a, that was a really fun one. I think it got like it got like hundreds and hundreds of uh, replies. A lot and, of comments. Yeah, yeah comments. Yeah, and it was like it was really cool because it was like, what do you wear behind the bar on your feet? You know, the thing is like, like when we get into the minutia of like. How long should you shake a cocktail, or like you know, like have a bar spoon with a thermometer on the end of it, and like, like, uh, you know, this is stuff that like really this becomes kind of matters. redundant. Yeah. And it's like none of this, but that like was, that but, was one of my favorite posts because like every single person that commented on it had some some helpful advice and like really wanted to share their experience of another brand or a, a different style of dance go that they like or whatever. Everybody was pitching in to help other people. And you don't get that with the bar spoon and the ice right. uh, articles because it, it just inflames arguments on the internet these days. You know, like if you're stirring for more than eleven a sec, eleven seconds, you're fucking bullshit, man. You know, and it's like <laughs> you can't put anything on the internet right now and not have people just get yeah. fucking oh, yeah. outraged How, so that you would shake a Negroni for for five seconds. So or let's whatever. talk about that. Some you're on the internet a lot. You've had your blog. Bit. You've had your blog for a decade. We just talked about that. Fifteen or fifteen? Uh, sorry, decade yeah. and a half. How do you? You want to take a picture of this woman's food? I can see you looking God, at it. God, it's that burger looks amazing. It's a great, Roberta's has a great burger. Holy moly! And it's super, super awesome. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> that's their commercial. Um, very, well, very, so, very, very, very awesome. awesome yes. <laughs> uh, so how do you? How do you? Surely you get some negative comments on some of the stuff you post. Oh yeah. And I, how do I, you deal with that? Do you erase them? <laughs> no. Uh, you can erase it if it's on the internet. No, like on my blog. Yeah. No, I don't delete anything unless it's like overtly. I, I get sometimes I get like some racist comments on there. Oh sure. And those don't make it. You right. know, you're not helping. And, and people will say, um, you know, I I always I always welcome like an opposing view on something. I don't write anything about anything that controversial. It's like, I like margaritas. Here's a margarita recipe. And somebody will write in and say, your mar- your recipe sucks. Your margarita is racist. And it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your recipe sucks. And I'll like, you know, I'll leave that up because like, whatever, you know, I don't care. Um, so you yeah. don't get your ego bruised too much. Speaking uh, of extra no. fancy before, like the, we, you and I both share a quote. Oh, when there's three quotes on the back of their t-shirt. Yeah. One is uh, yours is it says relentlessly fun. That's Damon Volte. Just two words. Yeah, and yours? mine says best neighborhood bar not in your neighborhood. 
And then the third one is like a like someone on Yelp. It, it says like, Kiki Yelper. Uh, I guess it was good. I'd go back if I was hungry. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and they printed that on their shirt. Amazing. Yeah. So you take the detractor and you make it funny. Yeah. yeah totally. So like, so I mean, like honestly, like when when you have like, I I I love the fact that you keep stuff like that up. It's like you gotta like. You gotta kind of laugh. Well, I was yeah, gonna, I, was I, try, gonna... I try not to go down a hole and like really read a lot of those things. Like, I made a mistake a couple years ago reading the comments on my YouTube videos, and people are like, "YouTube is disgusting, brutal. People are gross." <laughs> uh, <laughs> now I want to go look. No, <laughs> no, I mean, I've seen your videos; really they're very cool. They're kind of stylized. They're black and white, right? Fun. Yeah, some yeah. And they kind of got like cool, yeah. weird camera angles they're and stuff. Be, they're meant to be fun and not just like me standing behind a right. It's almost desk going like it's today we're noir. gonna, today well, we're gonna make a margarita. Well, that's the know? I think that's yeah. the first one you posted, right, or one of the first. You that, posted that a was video. a recent one. Yeah, how to make a how not to no how, how to make a co- how to make a cocktail, cocktail video. video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. like first stand behind the bar. Second, say it was really hilarious. Today we're gonna make a Manhattan. The Manhattan is a whiskey drink with vermouth. You know, like we're gonna take two ounces of we. Yeah, you say you said we gotta say we all the time. They're all the same. You know, next we'll take. Our whiskey They're and we'll so add boring. our remove. Uh, sobering, which uh, sounds like sobering. Um, uh, so, do you have any? Because, uh, you know, I'm going to try and relate to you on the level of, of, of having written a book, though mine's not out yet, so I don't have any empirical evidence yet. But one of the things that terrifies me about the book is like, it's a fucking book, it's done. Do you have from your previous book or even in this book, do you have anything in there that you're like, shit, that's a mistake and people always, are going to call me out on always. that shit? I mean, I. My, I, I essentially have an art degree. You know, I have a, a degree in interior architecture from University of Oregon. And I had no so, idea. This yeah. guy's a design degree. Yeah. So, uh, well, so Damon can relate to this. Like, when you put something out, anything, whether it's my my handwriting of the whiskey list on our wall at Clyde Common, or a book, or an article, all I see when I look at it is our imperfections. Yeah, totally. And that will never go away. So you just have to you have to learn to deal with it, you know, I mean, yeah. it'll keep you up at night if you, if you, if you don't sort of come to a place where you can accept it, you know, I mean, mm. I have so many things I could stress about just with the two books, much less everything else in my life. You know? Right. I, I mean, I, I, I ran into Dale DeGroff the other day and I was like, kind of asking him sort of the same question. And I was like, I, I looked inside of your, your book uh, and I see that it's on its 14th printing. Yeah. And, and and I was like, what about, are there any mistakes in there? He's like, oh, there's so many mistakes in there. He goes, I wish I could change them. He goes, things yeah. that have just changed over time, and also sure. some mistakes are in there from the very beginning. Yep. But second edition isn't coming around, so it's just gonna, it's just out there in perpetuity. Yep. And I'm like, God yeah. damn it, that didn't help me at all. <laughs> My favorite people are, like, flawed people. And, you know, that's, well, I mean, like, imperfections, what is perfect anyway? I mean, like, people are, uh, it's, it's It's unique. Let's say it's unique, you know, it's character. I mean, think about, like, we're drinking whiskey right now. Where does all the flavor come from? Congeners, which is basically the kind of... Like, flavor bullsh- molecules. Yeah the, yeah, the bullshit that's still in there from uh, trying to get it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't worry about it too much, you know. It's like, you know... Um, I mean, and, and, and when you're as close I mean, to perfect you did, you did, as I am, yes, you know, it's just yeah, <laughs> pretty fucking close, Icarus, flying right up next to the sun. Uh, yeah, it, you, you have to be confident in the knowledge that you have and the experience that you have and, and the fact that you've done your due diligence and you did your ever-loving best to make sure that it's not riddled, yeah. riddled with mistakes. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, oh, yeah, that's that sound. That's the sound of Damon um, do you have uh, do you have an, uh, a chunk of the book, the new book that you that you're the most proud of that you think people are resonating with the most? I mean, it's only been out for a short time, so you don't have a whole lot of evidence yet. But yeah, I think the the one that was kind of the most fun to write was like the gendered drinking yeah. stuff. You know, we were talking about that earlier about like the the and and the sort of like whiskey alpha and the pink drinks and the. Um, well, Damon had know. a whole menu at Grand Army that was all pink. Yeah, drinks. he was telling me about it. Um, and the current menu over there is is My Little Pony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just this this idea. You also talk that, about stemware in the glass. Stemware, yeah. This idea that like certain drinks or certain drink vessels are for men and others are for women is just so tired. It's like, what year do you think it is? You know, there's yeah. not a woman's glass. Yeah. You know, like there's not a man's glass. It's just there's just glasses, you know, like uh, so that was really fun to write and kind of try to turn that on its head a little bit. You know, I did I did a piece for... How often does that come... I mean, you guys have more experience with this than I do because we don't have stemware at, at Amore, but like how often does that present itself? 
Oh, I mean, you know, it depends on what day of the week it is, right? Yeah. More <laughs> often than it cl- should. Closer to the weekend. You know? Well, that's the answer. More often than it should. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, we. I, I, I think every bartender has heard this, you know, like, hey, can you give it to me? Uh, give it to me in a rocks glass. That's a woman's glass. Or like, mm. or or the other one is even you know you'll get this from women too. It's just like, can you put it in a um, can you put it in another glass? Like I I'll just spill that everywhere. Yeah, I read that part of your book. Yeah, where you're like if you're if you're if you're old enough to be in a bar, you're old enough to handle a drink and not spill it. You should learn how to handle a stemmed glass. In life, like in, in general, co- like by college, you should know how to handle a glass. Like an adult, like there's not. There aren't rules for men and women, but there are rules for like babies and adults. And if you can't like <laughs> hold a wine glass without spilling the wine everywhere, you should go home and practice before, you know, it's like, it's like, there's just like those things. You should know how to tie your own shoes. Like a yeah. guy should know how to tie a tie. Like there, there are certain things that you should know how to do as a person. Sure. If you're going to be out hum- in public. There's a human being out in public with, with everybody else. And this, you know, this, this idea that like, it's, it's okay to be, I mean, this gets into a much larger conversation, but this idea that it's okay to be completely fucking ignorant about certain basic things and, and that, you don't have it's just like you know rules of general sociability sociability not just etiquette. yeah know how to hold a fucking you may or class. may not know the right fork but you can watch everybody and figure it out yeah right? yeah well you should also know how to use a steak knife and a fork exactly you know you should you, you know you know pick it up and eat with your hands like, <laughs> i mean unless you're you know like at the right party you know <laughs> oh, Jesus. <I> like this, <laughs> right if you're like at a there's beef also, steak party yeah, yeah. Like, anyway but there's yeah, also you, the stab right. and saw that i hate where you see someone it's like there's there's a piece of meat that, that, yeah yeah <laughs> reading that part of the book reminded me there's a book called like third I, I, the very first bar that i ever worked in there was a this weird book in there like small book it's called uh 30 things to know how to do before you turn 30 and mm-hmm. or by the time you turn 30 or something like that and one of them was like how to fold a fitted sheet yeah, Hell yeah, <laughs> like, that's yeah. great. Things yeah, like you that. should know how to do your own fucking laundry, and you should exactly. To, you should know how to drink a glass of wine out of a. St- you should know how to open a wine bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah without person. being without being completely clumsy. Yeah, yeah, and sure, it's it's well within your right. You don't have you know you're not required, but but it's well within our right to totally make fun of you for looking like a dickhead. <laughs> there we go. You know, so that's the rule. <laughs> Again, not judging, but totally making we're fun totally of you. judging. I'm, t- yeah, I'm just gonna make totally fun of you. There's a, there's a difference, but there's but we're not judging. We're not judging you for drinking. Uh, a pink drink as a man. No, because that's that would Hell be a no. stupid thing to judge somebody for. Yeah, but yeah. the you know the uh, the other thing about it is like the one that comes up all the time. I, it, I immediately like think about uh, from reading your book and and like just talking to you about these kinds of things. It, it's always like the like the BuzzFeed articles where it's like what like what not to do in a bar. Yeah, yeah, and it's always, it's it's always written by some grizzled, well, yeah, it's always written by some grizzled, shitty bartender who's like, pay with cash and don't forget to tip, you know, it's not a dollar drink anymore. It's always shitty articles like that. Right. So I didn't do any of that kind of stuff in this book because like that's, first of all, that's not helpful. That's also paralyzing people. We can get that stuff on your blog, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I, I get people and they go, is it okay? I'm sorry, I only have a card. Like, I, I don't care. Yeah, you know, you read some BuzzFeed article that said you have to pay with cash. You don't pay with cash. I mean, I'd rather you touch pay, your credit card than a bunch money. of dirty you cash that's been with like all whatever you want. Man. I, mean, I still like, love cash. I'm, still, oh, I'm, sure. I'm gonna love cash till the day I die. I feel like that's Jay Zimmerman. <laughs> As you wear it a might be. Johnny Where Cash is he? shirt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There yeah. It is. <laughs> Come on. We'll wave him in. We'll yeah. yeah. Um, yeah he's, he's got. A, he, he gave us a signal that he's getting a beer and then he's gonna come in. Okay. <laughs> He's been on the show not too long ago. Yeah. Um, so are you? So you're here in New York City because you're going to do. Well, you did Seth Meyers last night. Let's talk about that. I was yeah. on Seth Meyers. That's oh my amazing. god! Oh, this must be such a letdown after that. Such a letdown. <laughs> you should have done this first. This is so horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been. Yeah. It's been such a roller coaster ride because I did Wondrich. And then I did Seth Meyers, and now I'm doing you guys. It's like, am I high? Am I low? Like, what is going yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, no, yeah. no, definitely low now. This no, is yeah, the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time, time to leave New York. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, Jay Zimmerman's going to come here and just be <laughs> gross. Uh, he's packing a beer for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, this because he's a great bartender. He, that, what what that not to do? Anyway. Don't um, bring a bunch of beers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, experience of a lifetime. Like, I've never done anything like that before, you know? I, I was really nervous. Uh, uh, you can I was, barely, barely, barely tell. That's a bunch of bullshit. Watch yeah. the clip. It's hilarious. Yeah. I was, I'll post a link on our, our Instagram. It's crazy, man. Like, I still am, you know, I, I've done a lot of stuff in my career. I've had a lot of, like, crazy, cool experiences. But, like, 
you know, that's something like that's nobody. Not everybody gets to go on national TV. Well, not only national TV, but like an iconic show, like an iconic show. The, the late, Seth late Myers, night, man. yeah, man. It's like the late night's been around since like the eighties, and it's such a great show, and always has been such a great show. And it's just like, <clears throat> you know, the fact that they would even want me to come on there and make drinks and goof around. It's like, you know, I always think that like, okay, this is the last thing that I get to do something cool, and then they're, they're going to send me back to Eugene and make me work in a sports bar, and then something <laughs> else happens, and I'm like, God damn it, really. It's very cool. Yeah, it was it was really neat. So uh, it was super fun. Everybody there was really really nice. Really fun to work with. Seth was amazing. You just feel so like calm when you're there. You know, you're like in the hands of a professional. You know, sure. you're just like ah, I, I got this. But yeah, I was freaking out for a couple of weeks. I was really like, it's all I could think about was like running that through my mind. Like, yeah, how long uh, did you know? Did you, was it like, have you have you sat on this for a couple of weeks? Like maybe three weeks Oof. Yeah, that's a, so. That's, that yeah. builds the tension. Yeah, that's a long did, did time. You, did you like make sure to watch every night for the oh, last three weeks? Oh, no, I have, I've watched every single cocktail segment on late night TV, no matter what show on YouTube that exists. I <laughs> binged watch. I watched all of them. Getting ready to get, getting yourself psyched. Yeah, up. completely. I didn't want to screw that up. Do you think that helped or hurt? Because you definitely dropped the ball. What? <laughs> oh, I forgot to make the you coffee. You forgot to make the coffee. But I but I but, but you I got saved the thing it. lit on fire. Hey, listen. Saved I'm getting, it, I'm gonna, no spoilers, but he he lit something on fire. Yeah. On TV. A flaming on coffee TV. drink. Yeah. On live TV. Live, live TV. TV. Well, yeah. you know, liveish. Yeah, did a flaming coffee drink from Portland. It's like not one of my drinks also. Right. Um which I thought, you know, was like a little bit of a departure cuz usually you go on you're like you see a you see a mixologist go on there and it's like, "Oh, this is our drink from our thing." And I was like, "Oh, we're going to do this drink from the 70s in Portland that nobody's ever heard of." So that was, you know, that had its own set of challenges. Plus, it was on fire, and well, w- would that be like, well, dude, so many challenges. One, you, you were like already on the show doing the thing. Two, setting stuff on fire. But then, like, it's one thing to like represent like your your own like back catalog of your cocktails. To represent bar, a somewhat iconic cocktail your of city. your town, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and to give the host who's not a bartender. Something that's on, on fire, fire and make him fiddle with it for a considerable amount of time. You can see where he splashes some of the flaming 151 onto the countertop and kind of jumps back a little bit. And I take my bare hand and just kind I of thought, like yeah, wipe yeah. it <laughs> off, like to wipe the fire on my pants. Yeah, smart. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, I've made that drink a thousand times. Sure. Like, I know what's you a you wizard. Know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There was a long ago on local news channel uh, um, in North Carolina when I lived down there, I got uh, um I got to be on TV, and uh, I'm, I'm making something on one of those cassette burners, you know? Yeah. And I'm making the thing, and I put my towel down, and I turn to do something No, else, no, 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 no. And my towel no. is close enough to the flames that it catches on fire. No. So I just casually, like, drop the towel on the floor and step on it while I'm keeping completely. on talking. Yeah, like, completely. You just got to get live. It was live news clip. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so that was a really... Fire. fire. Always the fun <laughs> thing to bring to the live thing. Yeah. It was a really fun experience. I'm That's amazing. I got to have... I'm super lucky. And that... You know? That only sort of helps to elevate our profession as 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 that exactly a profession. You know, we're getting further and further away from the notion that this is just what you do to get through college or or pay for you know uh, you know pay for a new car or whatever. I think it is that that's we're well past that now. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think yeah. it's accepted that people could be yeah that this is a career. I think we we made it. Yeah, we finally all of us like you know everyone you everyone in this room <laughs> and all of the great folks that are out there. And Jay, um, who's and, just joining us in the and studio Jay with beer. Yeah, who... Say hello, <laughs> Jay. Say, say hello Jay. to the nice people. <laughs> hey, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I yeah. was at your bar last night getting pretty liquored up with uh, Eric Castro, who's yeah. also in town. Oh, I, know, I got sent pictures. I had no idea you guys were there. <laughs> we just... Yeah, it wasn't planned. Thanks for this beer, Jay. Ba- basic isn't always planned. We we went over there because Eric wanted a hot dog, and he was sorely disappointed that it was Taco Tuesday, and you only do tacos. He's from San Diego. San He's Diego. like, I get all the tacos yeah, I want. Brooklyn I want a hot, hot dog. dog. Yeah. Brooklyn tacos. Yeah. <laughs> that's, anyway. that's his fault for not doing research. That's yeah. right. Yeah, seriously. Be, be more diligent, Castro. Google room. dipshit. Use it. <laughs> yeah. Google it. High five. Take that, Google that for you. <laughs> so you're in town to do all these things to promote your book. Yeah. And tonight you're doing more promotion you're gonna More be promotion i'm gonna be a boilermaker with eric castro with eric yes and he's, uh he's campari is, is uh we've got some com- delicious campari portfolio drinks cool. that people will be sipping on and i'll be signing some books for the four people that come and want their book signed and 
And uh, yeah, yeah, two of you, yeah. three of you, and uh, go maybe work, I'll sign I, one for myself. I'll escort you over there, but I got to go to work. <laughs> okay. But it's really close to my bar. Yeah. Um, so you'll be at Boilermaker from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. tonight. So if you're listening. Five to seven, Sorry, five? Is it yeah, five? Yeah, five to seven. Sorry. Yep. Two hours. That's a lot of work for you. Um, <laughs> so I always get, I always get, you know, people are like. You're going to need a massage yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah. You know, yeah, I do work 40 hours a week behind the bar. <laughs> you know. Of all the famous bartenders that we uh, that we know, he is not the person. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the guy that, I'm not the guy that doesn't work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I have people that come into the bar all the time. They're like, oh, I can't believe you're here, man. I'm like, I'm, my staff comes over. And they're like, he's here all the fucking time. Shut up. Exactly, right? <laughs> like, people are shocked that I'm there, too. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's almost bothersome. But what do you I think I, I am? Uh, no, yeah. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> yeah, right. Stop looking at me like that, Jake. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think I am? Eric Castro? Um, yeah. <laughs> Bazing. Zing. Uh, no, but zing. do go to Polite Provisions in San Diego whenever you're around. Absolutely. Uh, they are polite as fuck. Uh, he's also part owner of Boilermaker, and that's why he's here to celebrate yeah. you and to celebrate your book and, and, yeah. and do a nice event tonight. So if you're listening live and you're in New York City, please get yourself over to Boilermaker. It's at the corner of First and First and uh, Lower East Side. Just around the corner from my bar. I'll write that down. Uh, yeah. Uh, first and first, uh, the Nexus. Um, where where else can we get your book? Let's let's plug you. We're coming up to the end. Everywhere of the show. books are sold. You everywhere can get a fine books com. are sold. Yeah, where fine books are sold, you can get cocktailkingdom.com. Oh, nice. You can get it on Amazon.com. You can get it from your local bookseller, independent bookseller. If they don't have it, just ask them to order it. Uh, <laughs> that's drinking distilled the user's manual by yeah. Jeffrey Morgenthaler. Um, yeah, you can get it anywhere. Yeah, it'll be on yeah, the shelves at, at Amoria Margo soon. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, of course. Always happy to support. Was really happy to support your last book as well, which yeah, is I really appreciate uh, it. A great. Uh, it's a. It's a. It's. A, it, did you mean for the first one to be a reference guide? It's a reference book. You wrote a reference book. I. You know what? It's funny. Uh, I. I don't get to talk about the first book enough um, anymore. Uh, I intended my intention with the first book was for it to be sort of a follow up or sequel to the Joy of Mixology. Oh. Which I think is one of the greatest bartending books ever written. Yeah. Um, And so I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be that if, if, that I could hand any one of my bartenders, though, to, like a new bartender, those two books, and that like 90% of all of the information about making drinks would be in those two books. Wow. Yeah. That's, because I think Gary, I think Gary really got it right. Absolutely. With Joy Mixology, way ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. And still just, uh, you know, the book that I, reach for for people that, that are looking to get started on this stuff it's awesome so yeah uh, do you have any uh, so plug your social media plug your blog at Jeff Morgan G-E-N um, uh, on Instagram and Twitter I deleted Facebook several years ago and have you. never been happier <laughs> good for you um, yeah what a just a fucking waste of time man and just, <laughs> just, just bad energy and just garbage it's just full of trash yep yeah, so I uh, got rid of that, so don't find me on Facebook. Um, yeah, it's social media, jeffreymorgenthaler.com. Uh, and then I'm just, you know, I'm behind the bar at Clyde Common and Pepe Little Moco in Portland. What nights are you on? Monday through Thursday. I'm off weekends now, which is great yeah, for the most congrats. part. This this coming weekend, I'm working Saturday brunch, so if you want to come in at 10 and have me serve <laughs> you brunch, you can do that. Wow. I'll be just pleased as punch to be there. <laughs> pleased as punch for brunch. <laughs> yep. Uh well, that's awesome, man. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having um, me. Yeah. And and thanks to special guest Jay Zimmerman for sitting in. Yeah, Jay. Yeah. Thanks for the, the beers, Thanks bro. for the fresh beer. <laughs> um, I was just coming for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> he just happened to see us through the window at Roberta's. Uh, so future shows include, but aren't limited to, um, Will Elliott's going to be with us soon. Angus Winchester's going to come and talk about Bar Convent in Brooklyn, uh, which you're involved in, right, with Brooklyn Gym. Yeah, June. a bunch. Um, Kat Hamidi from D.C. is going to come up and talk to us about a vermouth that she makes down there. Uh, Lauren Myerskoff from New Orleans, uh, Cocktail and Sons, is going to come up and talk to us about her line of uh, syrups. Julie Reiner is going to be on the show. Um, Michael uh, Neff's coming up. Michael soon. Neff's coming up soon. We haven't nailed down a date. Jesse uh, Scheidlower, do you know that guy? Jesse Scheidlower is the guy who owns uh, Threesome Tollbooth, mm-hmm. uh, which is that bar here in Brooklyn that seats two people. So it's two people and a bartender. That's why it's called Threesome Tollbooth. He also wrote a book called The F Word. He, he used to work for the English Oxford Dictionary, Oxford English Dictionary, and he wrote an entire book that is just defining fuck. <laughs> and it's rad. And he is rad and quirky and awesome. 
So I'm really excited that we booked him. Um, and yeah, plenty of great shows coming up, so stay tuned for lots of cool content. Uh, we're still cracking away at our uh, Speakeasy Podcast Instagram, so go check out photos there. I'll also post some links to Jeff's book, as well as to the, the link where you can see the clip of him on uh, uh, Seth Meyers' show last night. So check us out on all those things. That's perfect, man. All right, Jeff. Thanks, guys. James, thanks for being on the show today. Um, really cool to have Cheers. you. It, I, I normally just get to see you in Portland, but uh, it's great to see you uh, on the other coast. I know. I don't think I've ever seen you in New York. I don't think we've <laughs> ever done this. But, uh, yeah. Uh, how's Banjo doing? He's great. Nice. I'll tell him you said hi. Please do. Yeah. Um, yeah, all the team over there is great. Pepper Moco. They love awesome. you. Yeah. Um, I got a great team. The best team, I think, in the world. Yeah. The, Seriously, the greatest. you do. Um, yeah, but... Uh, well, I guess I'll see you next time, probably in Portland. Absolutely. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on. I, I love the book. I'm about halfway through it now. Um, thanks, man. And, Put it uh, on the back of the toilet, and fi- you can finish up in two. I've days. got, I've got. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with this. it's it's a certain size for a reason. To, you know, it fits. You didn't on a have tank. to tell me to do that. Yeah. Right? It's, it's already there. <laughs> I know. I know where it's going. You know, I know what that book's for. <laughs> I can tell you where the bar book is too. I don't care where you read it as long as you read it. Yeah, it's a great book. Everyone should check it out. Thanks. Um, and thanks again uh, for being on the show. Um, that's all we got for the speakeasy this week. Um, we definitely want to thank. Uh, the Sexton for stuff. Oh, sorry. Well, oh, special guest Jay, Jay, uh, Jay Zimmerman. And uh, the Sexton uh, Irish Whiskey for dropping off some bottles and being our buddies. Yeah. Uh, it's been buds. a great show. God, this is like, this is why we do this show. Yeah, man. Just like. Just buds hanging out. Just, just being buds. Just drinking buds. buds. Exactly what it <laughs> yeah. is. Red and, whiskey. Red and white dynamite whiskey. Some awesome pizza from Roberta's. Uh, it's a great time here at the studio yeah. all the time. Um, so yeah, thanks again to the Sexton Irish Single Malt Whiskey. Uh, thanks as always to Roberta's Pizza, uh, and of course, uh, thanks for tuning into the Heritage Radio Network. Go to our website and click on the Beating Hearts. So you can donate to keep this show and many others on air. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks so much. Cheers. 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 So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 